The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. From Herd at Sports, here's a hot take with Damon Benning and Andrew Rogers. What's up, DB? What up? DB, Andrew Rogers here on Hot Takes. Monday morning, a jam-packed weekend of sports, a lot of things to discuss. The only thing not to discuss is how Nebraska fared over the weekend. They had the bye week. Also, Illinois had a bye week, so it sets both teams up with some fresh legs heading into this weekend. And Nebraska is already plus seven and a half. I, I believe the line jumped two points from yesterday to today. Yeah, seeing some six and a half, some sevens, which, I mean, at first blush, I don't know what you think, seems a little low. I thought the same thing. I thought maybe, by or this Nine, is, I maybe. think, I was thinking ten, maybe Nine. ten and a half max for it's Illinois to take this. Over the key number. I think it'll probably settle in somewhere seven, seven and a half. Which, listen, Nebraska at home hasn't been advantageous, but Nebraska ATS typically over the last couple of years has been pretty good, uh, especially as dogs. So that's what happens when you get a lot of big lines and you play a lot of close games as a team that has been struggling over the last couple of years. They a lot of backdoor covers. They get a lot of big numbers, tens, twelves, thirty. You know, just like Purdue. Nebraska is okay. that team that you at least over the course of the last four years, think to fade no matter what? Although I think they're pretty good ATS. They are. No, you're absolutely right. right. And that's what I'm getting to is the fact that they can backdoor cover like they did against Purdue. They get a ton of credit for that second half resurgence. And even though it was a disappointing loss, because there was potential for that to be a victory, and now you set yourself up only two games away from a bowl. It puts you in a position that's much more difficult to attain that goal. But against the spread, yes, I agree with you there. However, in this game, I don't know if it goes Nebraska's way with how well Illinois has been playing, and now that they are fresh coming into this week, it almost feels like that defense is has been locked down. I mean, they're obviously at the top of the rankings in all of college football, but along with that, their run game seems unstoppable. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's daunting is probably too strong a word, you know, because I do think uh they've got more than a puncher's chance, but it it is not a good if you're just looking at it on paper, not a good matchup at all. Time of possession against Minnesota was 40 minutes for Illinois. They had 27 first downs. They had 472 total yards. Minnesota, however, did not look great over the weekend against Penn State, and that was something we chatted about leading up to that game was, hey, is Penn State not as good as we think they are, or did they just get beat by the juggernaut that is Michigan? And I think it's the latter. Yeah, so watching that game, if Clifford's going to play like that, that makes Penn State a little different because they have two dynamic backs. They have a very good freshman class that I think is going to continue to get better. Now's about the time of the season where they're not freshmen 
anymore. So the, you start to see what they're either going to hit the wall or they're going to flourish. And Penn State looks like their young guys are going to be flourishing. But the key to that team is, in my opinion, Clifford. If he gives them some punch offensively, I mean, they're going to be a thorn. They're not ready to assume the mantle in the East, especially with Ohio State and Michigan playing the way that they are. But they do look closer to the team that was kind of that third Z team in the Big Ten East because I think they're ahead of Michigan State, obviously. And, uh, you know, Maryland is what it is. I, I, I think Penn State is, is that football team. Do you think they're the third best team in the Big Ten? Or do you think Illinois overtakes that spot on them? Penn State, Illinois, that played the tremendous game last year that had 54 overtimes, right? We were scoring <laughs> two points apiece. Wasn't I think that, it was like nine. Wasn't that I think that's though? what it ended with. They need to change that format. Uh, but, so isn't the format you play three from the 25 and then they become like two point yeah, conversions yeah, it's, only no nah, it's cokey it's kind of made up and let's not do that anymore. Yeah. whatever right, the hell it is exactly Bo. something like that let's not let's not do that but you know the thing about it is you look back and um i think minnesota only scoring 17 points and looking as as bad as as they did they i don't know what's happening with minnesota's offense like, like, who is Tanner Morgan? And obviously him being hurt doesn't help. But getting multiple guys ready to play, and how do you want to play? Pretty porous on the back end, which was a little surprising. Um, but Minnesota's interesting. Three weeks ago, we really liked mm-hmm. this team, and we said, uh-oh, don't give P.J. Fleck any ammo. He could grow Brett Bielema on you and get pretty cocky and step on the gas like and as they a, as a historically have been a great second half of the year team yeah so i mean we'll, we'll we'll see what happens but you know 340 yards and 68 plays and 17 points you think that's the team that's gonna do better but is penn state better than illinois is illinois the, are we sure illinois is the best team in the west in my opinion yes okay that's what i'm saying who would you say purdue uh, no but I didn't like see Wisconsin. We still we going down the charts here. We're not Nebraska. It's probably Illinois right uh, now. I thought you were going to just say Nebraska, and we would have a great great conversation. It's all bets out the window if Nebraska somehow wins in Lincoln this Saturday. It'll be anarchy in the West. It would be utter chaos. What would what would then happen? Because you get Minnesota next, and with the way at, at home at home the way well, Minnesota just play. Really, all you have to pay attention to, or the only person to pay attention to, is Mo right now. Yeah. So if you can stop the run game for Minnesota, you get into those, like you said, choppy waters with what Tanner Morgan are you going to get this week? Yeah, because right now they're seventh in the Big Ten, Minnesota, which when a game, only a game separates you, you know, but they scored 10 points against uh, Purdue. They only scored 14 points against Illinois. Uh, you felt pretty good after September 24th when they hammered Michigan State. But then Michigan State, you're not sure of. And a couple weeks later, Michigan State wins mm-hmm. at Madison. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't Michigan have... State was that team, too, that started off the year, I don't, I don't know what their ranking was, like 13, I'll just yeah. say, and trickled out, and here they are again. You know, Minnesota's coming off of three consecutive losses in the Big Ten. So, gosh, if... Ne- do I do you allow yourself to dream if Nebraska gets past Illinois for what it could mean for the West? Iowa is in big trouble uh, historically 
on pace to be one Petrus of the Petrus looks so bad. Yeah, I, you know what? Uh, that offensive line isn't doing him any favors. And Ohio State is the best team. Well, oh, well, I guess maybe not. Maybe that's a new conversation. Ohio State or Michigan? I still like Michigan. Best team in the East? I still like Michigan. Okay. Only because I think they're better in the trenches. They, they don't definitely have, they don't are. Have, they don't have as good a skill, and they're not as dynamic at the quarterback spot, obviously. Is but Jackson, how much Smith, will, and Jigba healthy in that matchup, those two teams? And will they, and will they need him? Ohio State? Yeah. I, I mean, it's always going to help. Playmaker. It's always going to help to have a guy of that caliber, but that offense hasn't really skipped a few <laughs> many beats in the past. Yeah, they haven't. Right? That's like an embarrassment of riches they have at the wideout spot. And Harrison Jr. and the company, they look ready to assume the role. Isn't that crazy? They haven't skipped a beat without their best offensive player. Well, I think C.J. Stroud is still their best offensive player. He's the key cog, right? He's the guy but that— But your best playmaker, your best skill player, that would be— Mixes up the—is the, he the blender? The Are you an appliance guy? What would that be? Are you be an like? appliance stove— I'm an air fryer guy, and I, I love and the air fryer. I do like. What do you call the little mini things? The little mini oven things. Toaster oven. Yes, I'm that guy. I, I actually used a toaster oven last night. Made Listen, some garlic bread. Toaster ovens are very underappreciated. They are now. Here's the thing, though. Air fryers can also take the place of a toaster they can. oven. There's a couple two-in-ones. My mom has one of those. Yeah, it's, so that's why I don't know if you need too both much counter anymore. space for your boy. But mm -hmm. that's, we have the air fryer on the counter, and we have the toaster oven up above the cabinet. And you bring it out when you mm -hmm. need it. That's, yep. hey, that's not bad. No. Not bad. You, you're you conservative with the counter space as well? Oh, yeah. Me too. I, I hate clutter. Same. Doesn't, doesn't fit Oh, man. Out. We need to grow up. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. I, I am my mom's child. <laughs> <laughs> and so are you. Yeah. Oh, zero question. <laughs> and so that are I'm you. My mom's child. I don't my even know your mom, my, but she seems my dad like a was nice my, lady. My dad was my best friend, but I am. My mom is. You can see her all through me. Kind of, kind of got a little soft. Yeah. Well, that's me. That is me. <laughs> well, you know. And my mom's always like, avoid conflict. Avoid conflict. Go oh, to that church. Is, that is definitely not me. Avoid conflict. <laughs> <laughs> not that I embrace it. But I'm not going out of my way to avoid it. It just depends on the level of, uh, I don't know. This is the moneymaker, right? You, yeah. don't want, you don't ever want to mess up the moneymaker. See, in your case, you could kick somebody's behind. Well, and in my case, I couldn't. Like I, you, I would get snapped in half. Well, you kill them with kindness. That's not kind of what you do, your MO. <laughs> I'm just going to start reading Bible quotes to them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's actually, Exodus in my, that's actually in my wheelhouse, though. So I would, really? I would yeah, I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of my background. Do you, are you one of those people, because I am, that have a Bible quote on their like bio for Twitter or Instagram? Typically, as Shane can tell you, uh, there, I would go through these stretches where I used to do like a verse a day on Twitter. Like some sort of... So you were Tim Tebow before Tim Tebow? No, after. Because this was probably three or four years ago. Oh, okay. What's that? Exactly. Um, and I'm a big life lessons guy, and I always usually think it's applicable to Scripture. And so I'm definitely... Big uh, philosophical guy. Yeah. Not, Phil not, philosopher. Me, me and Dave Miranda. Did you check out his post-game? <laughs> yeah. uh, not the post-game, but I, I checked out the uh, on-field interview after the game. Great and question. I, and I made sure to uh, send you a snippet. And I was absolutely one of those people that only snagged the quote that was out of context yeah, yeah, and said it DB's way. I, I laughed. <laughs> I, because, I, you know, I, was, I thought it was going to be more... <laughs> 
And I let it play, and I thought that I maybe cut it off too soon. I was like, oh, no, that's all he sent me. That's the part he wanted me to hear. <laughs> Would you call it the art of war? I, so you always say how he speaks about the art of war, yeah. and I uh, called it the art, art of, of the, the bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> so very, very, very um, adult-like. I, let me see if I can. I know this is going to be very like poor use of our ability, Shaner, but I'm just going to play it through my microphone here and let's see if this actually like plays through. And if it if it doesn't, then I'm I'm sorry to everybody out there, but I wanna I wanna know if this actually like ends up playing. Mm. So <laughs> I think that's just great great uh great piece for Art of the Bedroom. Yeah. It's, he, it's, he, you know what? And he re explained everything really well. And once I started thinking more and more about that, I'm like, I couldn't get that image out of my head. Wow. Uh, Team Miranda. Team Miranda. <laughs> and so he and he won. So he's back in the discussion, according to a lot of the folks in our fan base. Because Which is if funny. He, if you lose, you're out. <laughs> That's what I was if going to win, say. Because he lost around. last week yep. to West Virginia. Oh, he's out. Oh, get rid of him. And then he beats Kansas. And now Leipold's out. Yeah, but you but you know the ground what the real groundswell is. Why it's now becoming disrespectful to talk about other coaching candidates with Mickey still at the helm. I love that portion of the fan base because it's an mm -hmm. interesting discussion. Because you have to have a head coach that is built to stay dialed in with all the talk that's good. Because just imagine going to work every day and somebody's talking about your replacement. <laughs> I, seriously, right? Like every day, somebody's talking about. Although your in in his position, it's I think a little bit different because no matter what, the elephant will always be in the room. Yeah. If, if Trev walks into Mickey's office and they're just talking whatever, it will always be that thing in the back of Mickey's mind and in the back of Trev's mind. Like, how do I make sure that we're still good friends and have a good relationship? But at the same time, I'm also still not discounting that you may be gone next year yeah. or in a, and a, different a role capacity, a different step down. You know what that is? That is, that's two guys that are extremely mature mm -hmm. and extremely authentic. Because without those two things, this thing wouldn't work. I mean, Mickey's got to be allowed to be who he is, and that's a guy that has tunnel vision. I mean, you talk about a competitive the next task at hand is the one I'm worried about guy. It's Mickey Joseph. And if there's a guy that's process oriented and wait and see after some measured outcomes, that's true. And Mickey's the X factor, no matter what. So if you go a different route, you can't lose Mickey. No, you cannot. And I think, and I, costs, and I think Mickey knows that <laughs> there's some security in that. Not only does Mickey know that, but you also have to let whoever you bring in say like, Hey, he's the, assistant to the head coach again yeah. because look what he did over the bye week yeah if, if nothing else if nothing else he's, he's got to be head recruiter and again so I kind of walked through the potential of when I was on that lane train hype still am you know a Kiffin Bill Bush Mickey Joseph combo lane train even after the loss huh yeah I mean Baton Rouge is not not would easy. you say that that was a coaching error after the being up seventeen to three, do you think that falls on coach at this point, or do you think it falls on the team for getting too comfortable in that moment? I think it's probably a little bit of both, right? The adults in the room got to be the adult and remind the young man to stay in the moment, and they got to stay within themselves as an offense. 
I think they kind of got away from from who they have been. That's a team that runs the football. They run it well. They stay on schedule and they play good defense. Gave up a few too many chunk plays, uh, a couple 50-50 balls, uh, and you stop being able to run the football. And that's that's or wanting to run the football, however you look at it. That's kind of a recipe for disaster. LSU just fed off of the crowd noise in Baton Rouge as yeah, well. Yeah, that, that would not be a... It's not an easy place to play. Right, regardless of what the team's record is. And, and Kelly, let's not forget, he's a multi-time coach of the year. We, we can't get past some of the, the silly quirkiness stuff and the fake accents and, you know... Um, not Chip is who we're referring to. <laughs> Good old Brian. Who also lost a big game. Like that outcome, too, as you and I kind mm-hmm. of address it. Oregon, just quietly, Lanning has done a good job. Sands the blowout against Georgia. It's like... Bo Nix has figured it out. Who is he, though? He is the I, son of <laughs> Bo Nix Sr. Is, is his dad Bo Nix? I think it's Patrick. Patrick, I don't yeah. know. I just <laughs> But... He seems like a junior. We've been hearing about this guy for years, and I don't know if it's the Knicks name or the fact that he shows you flashes. SEC freshman of the year. Yeah, and he played young. So, I mean, he, he's kind of growing into that role. But, but when that offense is humming, those uniforms were a travesty, by the way. I, mm-hmm. I, oh, the pink numbers? He, big big fan of, of, of you know, cancer fan awareness. Of Oregon and, being and, able to replace what every week. October means, but... Those, oh yeah, those breast cancer awareness month. Yeah, not, of course, we're not all that swell. And I'm not like the uniform police. That's not my thing. Like, if if I mean, you guys did steal Wisconsin's logo. Yeah, but we had to alter it. We yep. gave it back. You did. <laughs> we we gave it back to him. <laughs> you know, people send you stuff in the mail. Um, hey, side note: Omaha West Side, the one seed in Class A. Congrats yeah. there. Yeah, I know you'll talk about that on uh, the prep show with Jacob. But oh, yes. I'm so happy! I'm so happy! <laughs> Great, great team. Good smart. What is, Steve Carell. What's wrong with? What's wrong with Shane? I love. I love <laughs> Come out. So I actually had to explain that to your boy Max on the sidelines. The origin, really? of that. Yeah, that surprises. He me. he said like I don't even know what that's from. And I when when talking about it, I. I got mixed up because I was like, I, I, it's like a music thing, but it's from either like a theatrical production, and and that's and that's what I said it was from. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, maybe it's a movie. But West Side Story is also a movie because a theater production is uh, a movie. I, so I, I was like, I was right when explaining it, but I didn't do a great job for it. So him. you got the West Side Story mm-hmm. and the Warriors is mm-hmm. one of the gangs. It's uh, it fit right, the West mm-hmm. Side Warriors. Yep. We finally have a logo on our school too. So when you come to the home home playoff game. I'm coming. You, I will be there. The school that, had never been branded until this year. So there is finally, there's some script, like some words on a random side of the building, <laughs> not the Pacific Street side. So you're just thinking, oh, that's West Side. But now we actually have a W that lets you know that it's a school. Kind of weird. That's good. That's good because 2022. I, always, I always thought, um, somebody told me it was like, not, not, the convention center, but um, <laughs> like the district building, yeah, like the district building has that dome. Yeah. Like I always thought that oh, was the, the west, high school. Oh, the west camp. That's West Campus. That's West. So is that still a high school? It is. Yeah, it's the alternative school. So is that like it's the, part of it's was part that of like west the side. first school, and then they made this school bigger? That part, I'm not sure. That would take like a West Side historian. Maybe we, you know, we talked to you're DJ, not a West Side historian. DJ Rezac or somebody like that. 
But Ask that question. Find out for me. I will. But coming to my first West Side game last Friday was very fun. What did you think of Seacrest as a, as a field? It used I, to be all grass, and there's some historic games that have been played there. Y- you know what? It reminds me of a combination of two collegiate fields. One, and they're both in the NAIA and both in Sioux City. Morningside, because Tough place to play. of the rich history like you just discussed, but the, the high school look that Briarcliff and Bishop Heelan offer Look at you, field. you little roller dick. I forget that Seuss, that is your that corridor is your wheelhouse. Yeah, it is. It really is because I was even talking to, uh, well, you and Caleb and Max on the sidelines, and I was saying like, oh yeah, you know, you you can't always count out. Because I, we got on the topic of Max Duggan, mm-hmm. uh, TCU Lewis Central kid. Did he tell you that he was just talking about him in the car the other day? Is it was Duggan against Adrian Martinez? He no. just he just had this conversation and he was kind of looking up his recruiting and he was just going through the story of Max Duggan. And he was mm-hmm. like, Oh man, he was pretty nice in high school, huh? Yeah. Like, because that was young for him. He wasn't really right. it's four or five years ago, sure. right? So he wasn't really paying attention. He didn't tell me that story. Yeah. He just came up in the car on Thursday after team dinner. So Because we always talk about the big, you know, right, big games for the week. Sure. I mean, and you can't count out K-State TCU. I mean, what a game that was. And the comeback that Duggan ended up leading, plus TCU's defense decided to lock down in the second half. And it was funny, too, because he's trying to map out um, a couple of the open weekends coming up, and it was going to come down to K-State and Kansas. He knows he's going to Michigan on the 12th, but it's just like, what is he going to do on November 5th? And so we got into the schedule, and then Mm -hmm. it turned into Duggan. A a good conversation, yeah. By the way, K-State trying to – play without Adrian Martinez looked like a vastly different offense. And apparently sure did. TCU just needs second halves. <laughs> right? Like Would you say though, even uh when Martinez was at Nebraska, the same thing was the case that Nebraska looked like a completely different team <laughs> when Adrian Martinez wasn't in the game? <laughs> it's yeah. Maybe it's an Adrian Martinez thing. Uh, I tell you what though, he, that uh I I think the I'm still pretty open ended on K State. I just know that staff is really good. Great staff. And Kleiman's still a f- somebody to watch for oh, in the I, national coaching search. I would. He's amazing. He, he, that, guy is a, that guy is a program builder. I forget where I was going with this Lewis Central thing. Oh, we were tying it back to Sioux Stadium. City. Yeah, yeah and so then we got into talking about state football and how I was saying, um, oh, yeah, you know, the only reason I know Duggan's name is because he's an Iowa guy. And – that's a name that just registered when I was looking up state and history. He's, and he's playing well. Yeah, opposed he's, to... How about it take him taking a little while to kind of be the guy that he was recruited to be? Yeah, he didn't... He didn't get off to a did, blazing Was it freshman start. year that yeah. he didn't... Then had to battle the next right. year for a starting yeah. job, trying to get healthy. Appears and that now here he is. That, that is. that is his offense. Here he is, which is which is exciting to see. Also... Um, I, but did this happen? Did this happen on it's exciting. Saturday? It's exciting. Malachi Coleman, yeah, says yes, committing to Nebraska, and that's another reason why I just brought up the coaching search again, and I want to bring it back to Mickey Joseph. He was the main reason. Oh yeah, the and, reason and, that and he Malachi committed. was honest about that. Yeah, he said seven months ago I was not coming here, and I was just like, "Hey, good immense in words." Was what, that uh, was that two uh, or three four stars that Nebraska just? Just got two. Two? I think it's two, right? I probably should know. I try not to, believe it or not, 
Because we can't talk about recruiting. Right. You know, like on Husker Radio Network mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So as much as I pay attention, I try not to pay attention. You try to Because forget. I don't want in. Yeah. Right. Because it, in conversation, it may just slip out and you don't want that to happen. Exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Uh, now, D- DB went 3-0 and in his picks yeah. over the weekend, too. And a big one there was Liberty against BYU talking did, about did, didn't even ATS. Seem, didn't even seem right, did it? No, not at all. Yeah. I would have taken BYU. I'm, I'm a, I know. The, I know. I'm a public guy in that matter, but I'm a I'm a stinky line guy. If the line whoa. doesn't look right, it probably isn't. Yeah, I think I went four out of five this weekend. Yeah, which isn't bad. I mean, technic not. I was below average, of course, and didn't break even, but I didn't lose more than ten dollars yeah, this ju- weekend. Ju- juice will cost you. Yeah, it will. It will. I was a KU guy, and let it be known. That even though How about us going back for eighty percent, like even though for eighty percent of the game Baylor led by double digits, <laughs> Jason Bean and Leipold come all the way back, and I was sitting on my couch knowing and praying that something would happen because I knew I would not hear the end of it come today. Yeah, and the well, fact well, that I'm they made used, it to come I, back, I tr- I'll try not to be that guy. I you want know? you to, but because let me have it. Lay so into the me. last couple of times we've been on the opposite ends of things. Part of what your argument is has has come true, right? Like, so you're talking about if we go back to Palmer and Casey Thompson, that was a legit. Even though Palmer had the big play, you could have talked me into giving the game ball to, mm-hmm. to and CT. I did, I did. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> and just in yesterday or Friday, your whole thing was, hey, listen, man, they're getting good quarterback play, even though it's not Daniels. He's a gamer; he'll be enough. And I. And he did bring them back to make that competitive. So I'm like, he's doing okay. some good things. A lot he of backup was. quarterbacks won't get get a football team in that position in a one score game late. Because you're thinking, with doesn't look like a backup. With six thirty to play, you're not thinking that Baylor's going to go darn near the length of the field, six or seven plays or whatever. It was. Not after turning the ball over on downs and pushing that thing to whatever it finished twelve or. Or whatever. See, right? it, it looked good for a while. That's what stinks is I know they went down and scored, and they probably still would have scored, but if they would have kicked that field goal instead of trying to go for it and yeah. really put the game away, I think Baylor would have been a little more cautious with how they handled that possession down the stretch, and I bet KU would have covered. Let me ask you something, because I hear this a lot, especially in the NFL with two-point conversions and getting and going for it now that analytics – have really pushed this going forward on fourth down in both college and the NFL. Are you a guy that subscribes to, I wanted to get the game over right then and there? No. Because you hear coaches say that all the time. I am not. Is that a thing? No. I am. But aren't they smart? They're smarter than us, though. So why do we keep hearing it? Well, so here's the thing. In this position exactly, if he would have kicked the field goal, you'd be up seven points if – KU goes down and scores a touchdown, right? But instead, if it were, we would only be up six points, then I'm like, I'd go for it. Because what is, well, no, that doesn't make a lot of sense either. Because if I kick the field goal, then they can't kick a field goal later on. Coaches talk, but you hear it in pressers, right? You do hear it all the time. I, I, I wanted to get the game over. And I'm like, as long as there's still time to play, I don't, I'm not sure Any it's over can, can when score. you push it from a one to a two possession game. You're right. You're right. Any team can score. And sometimes we're talking about with like six or seven minutes left. And the way Baylor was moving the football here, I'll go back on my point. <laughs> or in Nebraska's case with 
two quarters to play yeah. almost in, um, in Ireland. It's good. And I'm like, all for early to think a team's going to just go away and hide. Mm-hmm. A team uh, in the Power Five. I mean, I, I don't want to say that if are, you're playing are, an FCS team or a, is, a team in a lesser division. Is Northwestern would, the worst Power Five team in football? <laughs> Well, uh, we lost to them. Nebraska, as when I say we, I mean Nebraska lost to them. I would say maybe they're they're bottom of the pack. Well, what happened and why? Unbelievable! You know, Do you even allow yourself to think about what if? Well, yes, because I think what if you don't fall to Northwestern, you get that win, you end up beating Georgia Southern. You're in a bowl. Yeah, you're in a bowl because now what do you need? One win. One win, that's you, it. You know, Northwestern is one and six with six mm-hmm. consecutive six consecutive <laughs> Big Ten losses and a couple. You know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, it's it's staggering to it think is. that they look so complete. And I, in the I don't like half. to go down that road of hypotheticals. I really don't because I I find it to be unfair sometimes. And and why? No disrespect you know. to Miami of Ohio. That's not a directional school per se, but uh, Southern Illinois is. Oh, man. Like, why live in the past? But, you know, sometimes you just have to sit back, reflect, and say, th- just think about it. Think about how e- – be- because right now Nebraska's about to play some historically great Big Ten teams yeah. in these final five games. But the way the situation has, has panned out and how the season's been going, just think about now if you have five wins – and you have to beat either one of these teams, Minnesota, Wisconsin, or Iowa. One out of three, it seems fairly doable. Let's just point. hope let's just hope we get to the point where if at five wins, you're debating whether you'll have the opportunity to take a bowl game. I hope so. It, isn't that something that that's where we're at? But it is what it is. You gotta stay in the moment. I you could so. have you could easily have a full series of what ifs when it comes to Nebraska football. Yeah, kind of what like, if, what if, what if, what if. Kind of like which is the title of the recent edition of the Hill Varsity magazine. Sure it's is. Good tie-in. Well done. What if? Well done. Dot dot dot. What if the Raiders scored <laughs> eight or twenty-one straight? To close out the Houston Texans. Wouldn't that be something? What if Josh Jacobs is actually the real deal? Shane was wetting the bed when it was 27, te- 27, what if Josh 20 Jacobs to 17 Texans. Gets another 140 next week. That's hey, four in a row. So, And I know that class has not been overly successful with picking up fifth-year options, Jacobs' class, but how's that guy planned for a contract? On that team? I don't know. They didn't pick up his fifth year. I don't know. Like, now, what do you have to do? He he didn't have the best year last year. Understood. Wasn't so very healthy. It, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like not, it's kind of like a couple of things. Offering Lamar money that you knew that he probably wouldn't take, and the same thing with Aaron Judge in the offseason. It's it's not his fault for not being very healthy. Because when you're the workhorse like that, and you're and you get used as much as he does, you're probably gonna have more of a chance to get injured oh, like he has. Oh, yeah. Running, you know, so it's, running not, backs, it's not his fault. It's the team's fault. Running quick. backs fizzle out faster than any other it's position just, in the league just because a, you're getting bruised every time. Window. Yeah. yeah. To maximize. Uh, who makes the announcement first? Judge is going to become a free agent or Boone gets fired? Ooh. I don't think... Uh, I don't think the Boone firing happens all too quickly. I'm going to say Judge. Oh, it's coming. Uh, yeah, but I said all too quickly. Yeah. Uh, I think Judge 
uh, saying he's going to be a free agent. I think that's going to be a, like a bomb that just drops. Can you imagine winter meetings? <laughs> and what's the number going to look like? Well, you look at Mike Trout, and he got like 12 years, I think you start 430, with, I think right? you start Harper. You start with Harper money instead? <laughs> Don't you? Well, so... Although Judge what, is old. That's what, that's what I was, you know, kind of relaying here. But Machado, how old's Judge? Like 30? No. 30? Yeah, is Judge, he 30? Yeah, 29? Judge I was going to say 29. Um, okay, so he's much older than I'm giving him credit for, because he didn't really make presence into the league until he was like yeah, 28. Judge will be 31. Okay. April 26th. So now you're looking at more of like a Pujols-esque contract. Because think about it, you know, still maybe five years in the back end of their prime. Five years, he'll still get ten years. I bet. No way. Because think of now the universal DH and everything, and the way Judge had just hit this season. He's a forty mil guy, right? Yeah. Just imagine like five year, two hundred mil. Just imagine a ten year, four hundred mil. You can't do that. Teams can though, and I wouldn't be shocked if he becomes a New York Met. Wouldn't that be something? And the reason for that is, uh, isn't it Steve Cohen that owns that team? He's yeah. the richest owner in baseball, so Not, he can it. afford it. And they have a weird version of what would be would call luxury tax. <laughs> Hard cap, soft cap. <laughs> That's the thing like about baseball, though. You just don't being have to over worry the cap about it. more than three years. What that means for seventy five? Like baseball is complicated. Now I'll tell you what, though. If the Mets go and get the big free agent of Aaron Judge, right now you're looking at a team that. Is, is fully surrounded with as much talent as you can live. If they don't win a World Series, something, something's got to go. Something's got to go. See give. you later. So I think, real quick, and I know we keep saying that, Shane, um, Soto's got one. They Padres have one more year under con- control f- for Soto, or is it two? I'm so bad with contracts. Because Soto will be the highest paid player in baseball within the next easily months. but that's also because he's 23 years old yeah um let's see here is, any, is anybody playing better baseball right now than bryce harper who i cannot stand but i mean good on him for coming through in the clutch speaking of did you see the Moneyball music yeah, that i was added to it that. Oh, i did got you? chills yeah i don't even like harper i don't like the Phillies. i love Moneyball though I got the Scott Hatter vibes from it. That was a fantastic <laughs> little cut up with the crowd after it leaves the yard, and I was like, and I'm happy that he didn't throw or he or she, whoever made the clip, they didn't throw any Billy Bean like clip in there. Like was, when you hear the sound, it was pretty sweet. I I think letting the whole video play out was cool because I was expecting it to cut to Billy in the weight room looking up at the TV and then see the ball leave the yard, but because it went to Harper instead, I'm like. Wow, cool look. Can you imagine being strong cool enough look. to drive a ball um, that hard, that to the opposite field like that? It was it was pretty. <laughs> so, Soto will be an unrestricted free agent by 2025 if nothing comes so through two, during so arbitration. Two yeah. Two years under control. You got to get that year done before the final. You got to get that deal done before well, the final year. Did you see, like, I think the Nats offered him like $440 yeah. million or something. I, but I think he wants to win. Most people do. And if you can get paid to do it, and especially in baseball, you can get paid um, to win. Yeah, I think in the case of Mike Trout, he just likes being in L.A. Yeah, I, I need Trey Turner to resign unless you're going to get a young shortstop. That's that's the free agency thing. That Luxury I'm most, of being a Dodgers owner, though. Most concerned about. You, you lo- go get you the lose next him. Guy. You go, get you Correa get, or like, Xander Bogarts or Bogarts. Like yeah, anybody because. 
there are every baseball player wants to play in the biggest market and make the most money. You can get the best of both worlds in L.A. As much as I hate and, saying that, and you can go get an overrated Dodger dog. <laughs> they have sushi. and you can don't watch don't. the fans leave in the seventh inning. Don't, dude, that's disappointing. It is. We were coaching a little league game yesterday, and the guy pulls up, didn't even say hello. He's like, "Hey, we're up your Dodgers." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're like, uh oh. And see, I worry about coming off like a jerk. So I was like, hey, they choked. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like 109 inside. My stomach's freaking yeah. burning. Like, you, your classic line of, he's got jokes. <laughs> yeah. Got it! The, the boys on Husker Hangover yesterday were a little over the top. Oh, man. It's good. all good. Good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow. More hot takes coming your way. Uh, we could talk for years if we if we sat here on the microphones the whole time. And Shane, Shane's going to get, he'll, he'll fall asleep in his cot back there in the producer's. He's studio. done it again. Hopefully he's got some comfy shoes because he's going to have to stand for the next 30 minutes too. <laughs> Anticipation leading up to Nebraska's football game against Illinois. Five games left to try to secure three wins and a bowl berth. We'll see if Mickey Joseph and the Cornhuskers, Cornhuskers can do that. But that all starts this week against Illinois. We'll talk more about that this week as the week goes on other major topics in sports as well it's hot takes with damon benning and andrew rogers see you later